0: my brethren, be strong in the Lord, be strong in the Lord, here's where the devil's zeroing in on somebody. I've got. if you can't praise God in that church where you are, get out of that church. Praise Him on the sidewalk. Praise Him in the mountaintop. Praise Him on the seashore. Praise Him under the tent. God's people have joy, which is our strength. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Today, welcome to the podcast. Today's title is strength from praise. I'm glad you're listening. You know, the issue we run into today is we see a lot of believers who just don't live in a place of strength. They are weak Christians. And so the question is, how do we go from being weak to strong, God has given us weapons. Ephesians chapter five talks about putting on the whole armor of God, and it talks about our weapons. God is not senseless; He didn't send us out into a battle, into a into a war without weapons, just to wait, so we can wait till He comes back for us. We were meant to live a life of strength, and one of the weapons God has given us is the weapon of praise. It is a specific weapon designed, and it has its functions. So we're going to talk today about becoming strong. Christians, you know, we see it too often. All, all you have to do is turn on the Christian radio for two minutes and you understand most Christians don't live in a place of strength. They live in a place of, you know, if God sees it fitting that I should come through this on the other side, he'll grace me for tomorrow. You know, if the good Lord willing and the creek don't rise and I'll see you tomorrow. Like we live in this place where they have no authority for anything that happens, that they hope that God would spare them difficult trials. And so they live in a place where they don't actually enter into being effective for the kingdom of God. They're preparing and bracing for attack. Boy, they're used to using the shield of faith. They use their shield all day long, using their shield all day long, expecting attack all day long. But God is designed for us to be in a place of strength, not only to resist what the devil has from us and understand what he's doing, but also to then become on the offensive. The strength has got to be used to take territory for the kingdom of God. So if you've got a Bible, if you're listening to this on a road, just take my word for it. This is Psalm 71. Psalm 71:14. but I will hope continually and will yet praise you more and more. My mouth shall show forth your righteousness and your salvation all the day for I know not the numbers thereof. Man, I don't even know how good you've been. I don't know all of your salvation. I don't know all of your righteousness. But as much as I know, I'm going to show it forth. And in verse 16, he says, I will go in the strength of the Lord God. I will make mention of your righteousness, even of yours only. There's a connection between being people of praise and people of strength. You know, weakness comes and the devil wants to make you think that the, the issue that we have is God has designed us to live in a place of postures, but di- a different posture. There's a, there's a posture that we have towards God, and it's a posture of humility. Hey, it's a posture of when we come to God and we're sinners, we come to God and we humble ourselves and we bow before him and we say, Father creator of the heaven and earth, the only one that can forgive my sins, forgive me. And so we have a posture of humility and that's the proper posture. It's a posture of humility. It's a posture of love. No one can take credit. We can't take credit for anything. We don't own anything. We're stewards of everything that we have. And so with, when our our posture towards God is that, hey, every good gift has come from him. Every single thing that's good in our life has come from him. There's nothing we can take credit for. I can't take credit for being good at anything. Every time the years I spent in sales, every single sale, God enabled me. First of all, I wouldn't be born without him. I wouldn't have legs without him. I wouldn't be functioning without him. He preserved me from a lot of harm. He gave me the mind that was able to learn and understand. And so that's the proper posture towards God. It's a a posture of sonship, right? Posture of humility. But unfortunately, people take that same posture towards life and they just have this posture of humility towards life and the storms of life come and the devil launches his offensive against us. And people take this posture of, uh, they think it's humility, but it's cowardice. And so Joshua 1 has to be a, become a part of who we are, that when God was talking to Joshua in chapter 1 and the first eight or nine verses that he says, no one shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Only be strong and very courageous. Do not be afraid. If I can give you a challenge, if I can give you a command straight from God for the rest of your life, never be afraid. God has equipped you with everything that you need to win in this life everything that you need to be strong in this life. Even now, you know, there's, there's godliness to having a godly anger on the inside of you. When I was a young man, when I was a young man, when I was three years old, rather, when I was three years old, my father died. The devil took my father's life. He took it. My father took his own life, committed suicide when we were back in South Africa. And so growing up, you know, I was raised by my mom and by the Lord himself but you know the, there's 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 become this the bible says vengeance is mine says the lord i will repay and i 100% believe that but god uses people for what he does and so god has put i don't want to say a chip on my shoulder but something on the inside of me a love for the kingdom of god and a hatred for wickedness a hatred for sin a hatred for the effects of of the fall a hatred for what depression does a hatred for what the devil does in people's life and has given me uh, almost a vendetta to see the kingdom of darkness pulled down. And it's a godly anger. And it's a godly strength that he puts on the inside of me to go and do what Jesus did. First John 3, 8 says, the son of man has come that he might destroy the works of the devil. And we are there at the same time in the same place here on this earth called to do the same thing that once we get born again, it's not our life just of waiting till Jesus comes back. You know, I'm just trying to make it through. You know, it's a mark of being a child that you need prayer for everything. You need help in everything. Children need help in everything. Need help getting dressed. Need help making their own lunch. Need help. I mean, some adults need help making their own lunch, but need help in everything. And so it's when you grow up that you can start to stand on your own two feet. God has given us keys to be able to stand and live in a place of strength. One of those keys is praise. Praise is actually a weapon. So I'm going to walk you through a few things that praise does. The Bible says that he gives us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. One of the things that God has specifically set apart for praise to do is to break heaviness. You know, in in an atmosphere of sadness is where the devil can come and put sickness, the devil can work in that atmosphere. So that's why when people get sick, that's why I believe Jesus had to get those people out of the room because they were mourning, they were wailing. And so he kicked them out of the room before he raised that, that little girl from the dead. Because that atmosphere of sadness, the atmosphere of doubt, the atmosphere of sorrow is a breeding ground for the works of darkness. Some people, that's why, man, I think, I believe churches that don't have praise time, they miss out because worship, Honestly, you can come into worship sad and leave worship sad. You can come in and be like, Lord, my life is a mess. But Lord, you know what I'm going. And there's some of these worship songs that are built for the for the melancholy, right? Melancholic people of of, of our generation. And people are like, oh, you know, we, we had a whole worship night. We just spent three hours in worship. And I'm not knocking that. Worship has its purpose. But praise is we get outside of ourselves. And it's almost a little bit over the top. And we choose to, no matter what we're going through, no matter how difficult or how hard it's been to lift up our voice to God Almighty. People say, man, you know, I don't know why their worship is so long. Praise and worship takes so long. They're in there for 45 minutes or an hour, just praise and worship. I don't know. I don't feel like I got anything out of that. Well, that's good. You, you weren't supposed to get something out of that. Praise and worship is not designed for you. It's designed for God. I'm not trying to get something out of praise and worship. I'm here to praise the living God. But what, what praise actually does is it's a weapon that'll break the, the, the garment of heaviness. The Bible says put on the garment of praise for the, excuse me, the spirit of heaviness. It actually breaks it. It's a weapon that God has given us. There was a person that I ministered to a while back. And, and she was seeing like, she was having these dreams and it was like these, um, almost like these demonic things were coming to her in her sleep. And I prayed and I rebuked it. And then I knew because she was still sitting there like sorrowful. And I said, all right, it's time to praise, stand up and praise with me. And it was awkward because everyone was just sitting down in the room. The service had kind of ended and I was just talking to her over at the one side, but I said, praise with me. And so I'm, I'm willing to praise at all hours of the day. So I just started going for it and and i and i heard back from her she came up and said you know i want to this was a different time she came up and said i want to thank you cuz i understand why you had me to pray she said i understand it she said my my she didn't call him a counselor but my whatever it is, therapist said, I used to have anxiety, but I can tell that you don't have anxiety anymore. And I said, you know what? The day's going to come. You're not going to have a therapist. And not only that, but God's going to use you to bring other people through that. You'll be able to see the spirit of heaviness on people, the spirit of anxiety and the spirit of fear. And you'll be able to come and use it as a weapon. That's part of what redemption means is God takes the parts of your life that were, that the devil tried to take you out in for me it was with my father it was with, it was in my mind and God will use that and let that be a weapon that I can that I can uh, knock the devil and his kingdom back with not only will you come out of that there's a second uh, corinthians chapter 1 talks about that that the comfort you are comforted with that you'll be able to comfort others with as well and so that's the plan that God has for your life the areas in your life that you consider a weakness mark it down Not only are you going to, is it not going to be a weakness, but God's going to use it as a great area of your strength. Not only is that thing that you think, oh, it's just been in my family for years, this drinking issue, this lust issue, this whatever it is, not only is it not going to be a weakness that you'll deal with all the days of your life, but God is going to use it and fortify you as you trust yourself to him, as you trust yourself to his presence, as you begin to even praise God for deliverance. He's going to use it as an area of victory. I want to tell you, Mark, my words today he's going to use it that you'll bring other people through in that area but we have to make a decision a conscious conscious decision to praise the lord there's a scripture that says we bring a sacrifice of praise you know there's times where things go very good and then it's easy to praise but then there's times where things are not going good but you know what that's a weapon that god has given us to come out the other side you know why cuz praise is actually the posture of victory If you look at sports, like the people, sure, there's trash talk, but like people celebrate at the end of a game when they, when they, uh, I have this picture in my head of Kevin Garnett in the NBA finals. And at the end of the thing, they interview him and he's interviewing and he just yells, nothing is impossible. It's kind of funny if you watch it, people kind of made fun of him for it, but man, it's just this, that's a, that was a victory shout, you know, and that's why for the, in Jericho, when they marched around Jericho, that's why God had them actually give a victory shout when it came to the time when when it was the seventh. Sure, the walls were still up, but there was a victory shout. And with God, that's always how it is. Yes, we praise God for what he's done. We praise him and thank him. But praise is a voice of faith. It's victory before you see the victory. Praise is saying, I got the victory on the inside of me before I even see it. And so for some of you, you've been waiting for the Lord to do something in your life, and it's time to stop waiting, and it's time to start praising. You get your strength by your praise. You get your victory by your praise. Open up your mouth in your car, even as you're listening to this. Lord, I give you the praise. You're the great and mighty king. Lord, there's no one like you. You're the one who hears me and answers all my prayers. You are like a tree that is always green. Lord, all of my fruit comes from you. The Lord is faithful, but it requires your action. Praise is an action. Praise is a weapon that God has given us to to see the victory. And it's, remember this, praise is the posture of victory. When it comes to our posture towards God, it's a posture of uh, humility. It's a posture of gratitude. When it comes to our posture towards the devil, it's a posture, of a, a, a posture of attack. That's one of the things that we have to adjust, not to be always bracing for attack, but people who are actually have a takeover mentality. Man, Lord, use my life today to be effective for the kingdom of heaven. Use my life today to destroy the works of darkness in somebody's life. Put, send someone into my path today that I can preach the gospel to and let 20 years of wrong thinking be delivered and let the light shine, the light of the gospel shine. It's time that we start to take an offensive. God has even used the preparation, part of the armor of God is the preparation of the gospel of peace. And this isn't part of what I was supposed to be talking about today, but God wants us to be ready to share our faith. People of strength, where if someone says, why do you, you know, that the Bible says, always be ready to give an account for why you're hopeful. Most people couldn't. If I say, why are you hopeful? You couldn't even, people can't even explain. Oh, you know, I love Jesus. Like explain why, what did he do for you? Be ready with the gospel. What is the gospel? What does it mean? Man, it's Jesus died. Jesus died. He fulfilled prophecy. He rose from the dead. The power that was then on the, on the resurrection is living on the inside of me. God is alive on the inside of me. This is the mystery of the gospel. God God lives on the inside of me. He gives me power to live for him. He's given me a home in heaven. He's called me while I'm on this earth to make a difference. The gospel is that Jesus died and rose again so I could be reconciled to the father to be ready at all time. But it's the preparation of the shoes of the gospel of peace that you're ready because God will call you, man. God will send people into your path and say, man, tell them about me. Preach the gospel boldly to them and God will give you that. But praise becomes one of the weapons of our warfare to bring us from a place of weakness into a place of strength. God has designed you to become a person as a place of strength. And then the last thing I'm gonna talk about is how... Praise affects the meditation of the word. You know, the truth is people can read the word and the word will always impact you because it washes your mind. It gives you understanding. But power comes when you've meditated on the word of God. Meditate means to think deeply. So when you take the word of God and you, and you, hide it in your heart. And so what I encourage you to do, do this, find one scripture. For me right now, it's Joshua one, I think it's five or six. And it says nothing or no one shall be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. I will not fail you or abandon you. And I take that and I put it in my heart and I say it again and again, but then I take it. And not only do I put it in my heart, but I begin to praise about it. And I get in my living room and I say, Lord, I just thank you. And I begin to praise and dance. Lord, I thank you that you're the God who never fails me or abandoned me. Lord, as you were with Moses, as you were with Jesus, so you are with me. Lord, even better than with Moses, because you were with him, but Lord, you're in the inside of me. Lord, you said no one or nothing shall be able to stand against me all the days of my life. A lot of people study the word, but they stay in their head. Praise gets you over into the Holy Ghost. And that's the place of your victory. Your victory doesn't come from your mind. Your mind always plays catch up. The victory is in your spirit. You've got victory in your spirit. The victory is in the word of God in your spirit. Begin to praise it out every morning. Lord, I thank you. Thank you that today's a victory because you've caused me to prosper. Lord, everything I put my hands to prospers. I thank you, Lord, that wherever I go, every place in which the sole of my foot shall tread, you, should, you have given unto me and begin to praise your way into victory. You need strength, you need to praise. You don't feel like praising, and that's why it's a sacrifice sometimes. But if you need strength, if you're ever lacking strength, praise is the weapon that God has given you. Be blessed. We'll see you next time on the podcast. Have an amazing day. Go take ground. Go go, go. make the devil regret the day that he ever tried to attack you and come against your family. In Jesus' name, amen. Stay connected with us. Subscribe and review to make sure you don't miss an episode. Post this podcast in your Insta story and send it on to somebody.